Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the liftoff. We are in the building once again, people. And to my right, my ace, my my queen ace, Miss Banks is in the building. What it do, what it do, queen. How beautiful. Hey, my Mr. Sexy Producer, Sexy Producer. Let's do it, do it, do we it. How excited. was your Thanksgiving? Oh my God. I so I just ate and then I slept and then I slept and then I ate yeah. and that's all yeah. I did. You know how you yeah. get the itis after you eat turkey? It's like, absolutely, yum, 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 and then you go to sleep and then you wake yeah. back up yum, yeah. yum, 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 and you go back to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so uh, I you know, I didn't eat as much as I normally would. Um, well, I but, ate for you. yeah, I, <laughs> I know that's right. I went in, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I went in, I went in. <laughs> So today we have a very, very special show. We have a a a up-and-coming singer and songwriter from straight out of the UK that is so all kinds of dope. And we cannot wait to Ooh. interview and talk to him about his music and his his career. Um, but before I start, uh, we got some sad news um to to share this morning. Um, Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, Irene Cara passed away at the tender age of 63. Uh, Miss Cara was an Academy Award winner. Um, she won for the song, um, What a Feeling that was on the Flashdance soundtrack back in the early eighties. She was also the original Sparkle um for those of you who remember um the sparkle uh broadway show and the movie in the late 70s she was also in flash dance um and had a, a, a very very important role in that so shout out to miss Kara. shout out to her family during this time she will definitely be missed but she will not be forgotten and our condolences and you know, we just gonna pray that God lifts her family and covers them as they go through this moment. But she was an inspiration to the world. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, because you know her when her movies was out. Uh, I think that was one of the first movies I had to sneak and watch on HBO. Yeah. I think I might have been around seven or eight years old because um, mm -hmm. there was a couple of things in that movie I probably shouldn't have been that watching. We seven you should not. Yeah, you I probably should. It probably warped me to my to Indeed. this day. But I'm thankful and I don't regret one thing. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, I tell you what we're gonna do. We're just gonna bring our, our guest on and we just Yay! gonna get started because I'm so excited to share his music. Ladies and gentlemen, straight out of the UK, I present to you Mr. Daniel McGinnis. Welcome to the left off. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, hey. How Thank are you, you very doing, much sir? for having me on. I'm doing very well. It's a pleasure to be on it. Great, great. You have the dubious distinction of being our first guest that is that is from the UK. Um, so we are very, very excited to talk to you. Um, so it's almost what about five o'clock there right now? Uh, yeah, correct. So, yeah, so, so we don't have to, don't have to much, worry about. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to worry about you passing out or anything. So you know, yeah. it's, it's still whatever. <laughs> So not yet, uh, not yet. <laughs> say not yet, not yet. Well, we like you already. So yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and your music. 
Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm born and raised in London to uh, an Irish family. So there was always music in my house growing up. Um, and then when I reached my teenage years, I started to develop my own tastes. Um, and then I thought, well, wouldn't it be great if I could actually play some of these songs that I'm listening to and enjoying, play them myself? Uh, so I got some guitar lessons. Um, and then the beauty of the internet, one of the beauties of the internet is that once you reach a, a sort of a level of ability, you can just kind of teach yourself um, and, you know, improve on your own terms uh, without actually having formal lessons. Um, and that's kind of as far as it went uh, up until maybe a year ago when we came out of COVID. Um, I mean, COVID itself gave everyone a lot of opportunity to, to do some thinking and myself included and I just thought to myself well what what do I really enjoy doing in life and, and one of the big things was was playing music um, so I said to myself that when Covid dies down a little bit and things start to open up again I'm just gonna put myself out there as much as I can and you know start playing music and, and writing more of my own stuff um, and just really pursuing it a lot more than I, I did in the past um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I'm, I'm loving the journey. That is so, oh. it's so amazing that wow. when you, we talk to people and how COVID not only mm -hmm. changed how we look at our own health and whatever, the health of our families, but it also changed our perception on, you know, what do I want to do with my life? You know, what do, you know, life is so short because so many people didn't survive COVID that you know it put in in start it was a start reality of this is my life what am i going to do with it how am i going to enjoy it and so it's amazing to hear you say that because mm -hmm. that, i think that resonates with so many people not just in the creative fields but just in general, general you know what i mean wow. so so shout out exactly. to you for that so during COVID, is that where most of your music or some of your songs were thought about? And we'll get deeper into some of the songs as we go through it. But during COVID, was that when you sat down and really just wrote some of the songs that are out now? Yeah, definitely. Some of the, the ideas um, that I've developed since then took shape um, when we were all locked down with not much else to do. Um, so yeah it gave everyone myself included a lot of time to think and um have those more creative pursuits when because life can be so hectic and when, when things just slowed down it gave myself just um an opportunity to just pursue different avenues that i maybe otherwise wouldn't have um wouldn't have gone down so it just allowed me a chance to exercise that creative part of my brain a bit more which is great you know well, you did amazing right and it's and it and it reminds me once again of one of my favorite quotes that mm -hmm. i don't really even know who originated this quote but they said that uh if you didn't accomplish anything during the covid lockdown your your problem was never time it's discipline you know mm -hmm. because that time that we had that we didn't have anything else to do we had to you know be at home and whatever that is definitely some the time that people decided that, okay, whatever this was that I was holding back on, 
you know, I had to go to work. I had to do this. I had to do that. Well, now today I'm going to do it today. So, yeah. So, so before we play your first, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, I think it's always, it it taught me more. There's always a reason not to do something. So, you know, there's never going to be an ideal, perfect opportunity. So you just need to make the time and, and put in the effort. Right. That right. that is an absolute fact right there. Before we get to your first song, can you tell us uh, maybe a few of your musical influences? Who who really not so much as who you listen to today because that's fine, but yeah. who really mm-hmm. inspired you to like? Oh, I want to do that. So there is a, an American band actually called the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, they were big in the nineties mainly. Um, Mm-hmm. They had a huge hit with Iris. It's a really famous song. But um, I came across them when I was sort of in my mid-teens. And it just, a light sort of went off in my head. And I was like, wow, this, you know, there's always that one artist for you. And I'm sure you both have have um, your own favorites as well. But there's that one yeah. artist that just sort of, every song that you hear of them, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And um that that kind of inspired me to pick up a guitar and 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 just learn as many of their songs as I could, and then you know that opens opens its own doors, um, and you know things go from there. But um, yeah, they were probably the the biggest influence in your teenage years as well, a really formative time. So um, right. yeah, I would definitely say those guys. Now that you've said that, now it makes so much sense. It um because I was a fan of still a fan of Google Dolls, bands like Oasis, band nineties uh, bands like that. Train I think was another one. Um, yeah. And now that you said that, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I'm gonna have to so. go back and listen. I don't think I've heard of the Google Dolls. Now you're gonna make me see. You see, you're teaching me something. <laughs> I'm going back. Now I gotta go back. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's give Miss Banks some time to to hit Wikipedia and let's let's hear this first song. Now, as, as everybody know, we don't know the title, we don't know the order. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna play it, listen, and give you our thoughts on it and ask some questions. So, let's get it. Let's get it started here on the liftoff. Let's go. Looking from a window above, it's like a story of love Can you hear me? Came back only yesterday, and moving further away Want you near me? All I needed was the love you gave All I needed for another day And all I ever knew only you Sometimes when I think of a name Well, it's only a game And I need you Listen to the words that you say It's getting harder to stay When I see you All I needed was the love you give all I needed for another day And all I ever knew Only you I 
time and I wonder what's mine. Can't take no more. Wonder if you'll understand. It's just the touch of your hand behind a closed door. All I needed was the love you gave. All I needed for another day. And all I ever knew, only you. All I needed was the love you gave. All I needed for another day. And all I ever knew, yes, all I ever knew. And all I ever knew. Wow. So before before as I get myself adjusted, can you give us the title of that song and the personnel involved in writing it, producing it and playing and singing on it? So that is a song called Only You um, and it's an acoustic version that I recorded um, last month and it's originally by an English band, I think, called Yazoo. Um, as for that version, that is played guitars and sung by myself, and um, it was produced by a local producer um, called Kevin Thorpe, um, who's quite local to me. So um, yeah, I, I so I do a lot of gigging and busking and things, and that's one of my favourites to play. Um, but I wanted to do a sort of a version that was quite faithful to the way that I play it live. So keep it acoustic and um, keep it quite a simple um, arrangement. <sighs> okay, so okay, I'm gonna let you go first. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go first. So yeah, Bruce Lee, are you familiar with Bruce Lee? <laughs> I am Bruce Lee, the martial martial artist. He has a thing where he talked about emotional content. This Whoa. song is when it comes to emotional content, a plus. Because um, it immediately makes you think of being out in the country somewhere, being out mm -hmm. and just, you know, it's almost like I can feel a breeze. I can I can look and see water. And it is just like one of the, it is a very, very well done song. A plus mm -hmm. for me. Um, mm -hmm. Very, very, very well done. Um, my question is, are you releasing it? Did Have you released that or are you considering so it? So yeah i actually released that last week um okay i uploaded it onto your website a few weeks prior just because i was aware that we were i was coming on the show so i wanted to have that um sort of ready and um set to go but i actually released it on all of the streaming platforms uh last week oh my god okay, okay. yay i'm so glad we are part of the release so yeah, absolutely for uploading it to absolutely. us um for me a plus as well and the reason why it's an A plus for me is because I like um, that it didn't have a lot of music. It didn't need no music. Your voice is so peaceful. D-Ray said it best. Like for me, it made me, if you were ever in love and or in love, 
That is something that is just so simple. All I ever needed was you. I don't need nothing else. Or it can be, it don't necessarily have to be a person. It can be anything that you desire. Like like you said, in COVID, you sat down and you wrote, it, all I ever needed, that, that, the words that you put in that song and how simple you made it, it could just go so many different ways. And it makes you sit down and think about all I ever needed is you. I mean, it was just, so heartwarming and so felt like i literally closed my eyes to hear that song because that's how peaceful it took me to it just took me to a peaceful space and i say this all the time the world needs to hear stuff like that like that is that's absolute a very truth beautiful beautiful time a song and you you couldn't have released it at a better time and thank you for allowing blast to be a part um of the release party that you put it out to a hat out to you. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So my next question is, um, do you find it difficult to translate your emotions or what you're trying to convey into your playing? Mm -hmm. um, and so like, cause it's, it's, it's really a skill to kind of, you know, sing to the point that someone can feel your emotion. Mm -hmm. But how do you translate that when you're playing? Because, you know, sometimes you, you might overthink it. You didn't in this particular case. No. But you might overthink it or might try to overdo it. And at the end of the day, this type of recording is not one where you can hide behind production tricks. Mm -hmm. You can hide mm -hmm. behind plugins because mm -hmm. essentially it's you and a guitar from yes. a consumer's point of view yeah so how do you convey that emotion into your playing? it's it's a tricky one um i think it's just thinking about the words as you as you sing them um and i think even not necessarily a, it's not necessarily a conscious thing that you just you put more feeling and emotion to it when you actually think about the words um and i mean it is a cover song but you you think about your own life and you think about how those lyrics um you know how they're conveyed in what you've experienced as a person and then things you've gone through and um yeah I, I don't know how much of it is conscious and how much of it is just something that i um that i do unknowingly and and um it is a tricky one really i, I think it's probably experience as well um mm -hmm. I think, you know, as you say, it is quite a simple setup. So it is essentially a live, well, more or less a live recording. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I did want to keep it sort of faithful to how I would perform it live. Um, yeah. And when I am playing live, I do try and put, you know, effort and heart and soul into into what I'm doing. So I think the audience can feel it when, when you do that. Um, and it, yeah, all I can do is do that. And, then, and it's my hope that that gets conveyed in, in the final recording. I, I'm going to circle back to what you just said, but shout out to Mr. Glass, uh, yes. host of the Glass House and, and Mr. Glass Gaming. He says uh, it's a song that allows a listener a chance to let the song take them on a journey, can yes. mean different things to different people. And that is absolutely correct. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, Mr. Glass, shout out to you, man. Hope you're feeling better, Mr. Glass. Um, Thank and you, shout Mr. out to everybody at Blast Radio 247. Um, what you said, and I think that is something that a lot of independent artists miss. 
I can only be me and I hope you get it. Get it. I'm not trying to be anything else. I'm not trying to be the next John Resnick. I'm not trying to be the next whoever. I'm trying to be my authentic self. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that I can convey who I am to you as an artist. That is something that a lot of independent artists don't really realize, especially in, you know, especially in the States, because here in America, mm-hmm. music is about image and it's about, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, sex and violent sales, you know, and so that whole idea of creating a relationship with your fans, I think it's going to do you very, very well in the future. Very well. Very, because very you, well. you don't even have a video. And you can see how you have three different opinions, Mr. Glass, Mr. D-Ray, and myself, how you literally just sung a song with not even a lot of instruments. And you took us all to our own little space. Like literally all of us individually created our own videos just by your voice and simplicity of the instruments that you use. Not a lot of artists, even artists that are big can do that. So hats off to you because that's amazing. That's an amazing tool that not everybody is. That's not something that you you go to school to learn. That's literally in you. When you sit down to record that or to sing it live, it you wherever you are, whatever space you are in, anyone that's in your presence is going to either surpass that space or fill the space that you're in. And not a lot of people to this day can do that. So and it takes, yeah, and it takes it takes a relationship these days to separate people from their money, you know, with with all this free music that's floating around, and 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 you know ways that people are not investing in ownership anymore. They're they're purchasing access. It it takes some kind of relationship for people to be able to spot you out of all of the noise. Yes. And yes. so, shout out to you. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna play the next song, and um, I have more questions, but and and I have a theory. I have a theory that is starting to 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 pop into my brain. So oh, we'll get okay. to that. Play we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you I am. I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody on the left off. Let's go. Song number. Yes, two. thanks everyone. Circles 
you gotta start off you gonna start off like that really right and i'm just gonna forget daniel's here for a second because you know when the song started and you know this little the spaceship was going up in the air yes. i started feeling some kind of way it was just like why you do this to me and so then i handed the headphones to my wife i said listen to this dude sing first thing out of her mouth is 
is, is he black or white? It's like, like literally, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Because it's just like some soulfulness coming from yes. your voice. So, all right, tell now us, I'm back. Miss Banks, let's talk about it. Oh, first, I, I, want, I want you to tell us, yeah. you know, about the song. Tell us who's on it. Give us some feedback on your song. Yeah, uh, so that is uh, an early Coldplay song called The Scientist. I think it's from 2003, 2004, that kind of time. Um, and yeah, it's one of my favourite songs to play live um, because it is a really beautiful song. And I mean, particularly in the UK, I don't know how popular an early Coldplay song would be in the US, but in the UK over here, it's, it's quite a well-known song. Um, so I do like to play it when I'm if I'm playing in a bar or something, or um, you know I do like busking out on the street as well. Um, it's quite a, a well-known song that people you know tend to respond to and enjoy. Um, and that's actually the first song that I released uh, back in April. I released it, um, and uh, yeah, so all of the the guitar, uh, the vocals, it's all me. Um, the, the bass and the drum uh, was put in by the producer that I worked with just to give it a bit more of um, uh, more of a band-like feel. Um, I wanted to sort of recreate more of a band-type feel with that song and give it a bit more space and um, make it a bit more dynamic. Um, but also, you know, put my own sort of spin on it because the original is played uh, with a piano. Um, mm. And I'm more of a guitar guy rather than piano. I do... A little bit of piano stuff but nowhere near good enough to, to sort of play piano on a on a track just yet but um but i also thought that would give you know the song my own or it would sort of allow me to put my own take my own spin on that song um right. yeah um uh just, just for the record i i've been a coldplay fan from from the start um i think trouble was the first coldplay song that i heard and i think i was probably still in college and and that would have been around year 2000 somewhere around 1999 year 2000 somewhere around in there so i can definitely hear that 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 sort of influence in your delivery my question my first question is how does it make you feel oh and i'm gonna go do these comments um first mr glass sang this to his ex-girlfriend when he accidentally made her cry Shame on you, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. Miss, <laughs> shame on you, Stained Glass. But yeah, definitely, I hope this got you out of the doghouse. Um, yeah, I know it did. We also have another one of our blast artists, J-Saw, who is in the building. Um, Welcome, J-Saw. J-Saw said, I can definitely hear his music on movies. You're amazing. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out. Uh, Sophia. I wonder who that is. She said, "Beautiful." Awesome, <laughs> Miss mm. Sophia. Miss mm. Sophia. Miss Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> we will come back to that later. But thank you for watching the liftoff. Um. Yeah, so my so question welcome. is, right? So my question is, how does it make you feel as an artist that you know here it is, maybe a year or two that you're actually recording and releasing, and you're now being compared to a lot of these heavyweights. You're being compared to the uh, Coldplay, to we can hear the John Resnick Google, Google Dolls influence and all that. What? How mm. does that make you feel 
and it's just like wow i'm just starting off and people are having these kind of comments and and making these kind of suggestions what is how does that make you feel yeah it's amazing i mean it's to be on that level you know uh, you know and have those guys as as peers would be you know a, a dream come true obviously because um i look up to them as musicians um in such a big way and they've influenced me massively um and yeah to even even be compared and be spoken of in the same sentence is um an amazing feeling um yeah it's it's hard to describe really it's it's just it's just it's nice. <laughs> I mean, no, no you, pressure, okay. but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no pressure. Because you actually, you, you deserve to be right where you are. Like, you you deserve. And so I hope that that doesn't put any fear in you. It just makes you go even harder because you deserve to be on the platform that you are in and hopefully surpass them because right now you are amazing. I mean, amazing. So you also mentioned in the beginning that you come from a family of musical background. So um, do they get to hear some of your music? Do you take it to them first and then you drop it off on them? And, and then on, after that question, is it anyone that you played something to and they was just like, no, I'm not feeling it. And for whatever reason. Um. I mean, my, my parents are are very supportive and they're great. And I always, um, you know, play them ideas that I have, or if I've been in the studio and I've got like a rough cut of something, I'll send it to to both of them for them to have a listen. Um, I don't know how useful the feedback is because they always tell me it's great. So I don't know, <laughs> um, you, you know, how necessarily <laughs> useful that is. But you know, it's very supportive, and I'm I'm very grateful that um, you know that. That I have them and they're there for me in that sense. Um, to answer your second question, uh, my my partner is is more honest when it comes to the things that I play her. So if she's not quite feeling something, she'll let me know. Which is you know that is that's ultimately what I want. I want that um, that sort of response. I don't want to just be told that I'm great all the time. You know, if, if something can be changed or um, you know tweaked slightly or just generally if a song that I've come up with or an idea I come up with just isn't really clicking then you know I, I want to know about it and um so she's a, a much more honest sounding board um when it comes to that sort of thing which is good you gotta yeah, and you good. gotta have that you gotta have yeah. somebody I'm in your nice. in your camp that are like eh, that's just not working you know and not yeah. it's nothing personal it's not like they're telling you that you suck or whatever but it's just like you got to have somebody be like nah that ain't it try that again shout out yeah, to mr jackson elliot jackson president of blast yeah. media is in the building um but yeah go ahead go ahead uh daniel no, i'm just gonna say ultimately you know if someone really cares about you and they actually value Absolutely. you as a person they're gonna give you that honest opinion thank you because anything else isn't isn't really caring about someone if you just you know fluff everything up and you know make it sound great every time it's not it's not great it's not useful how, i promise so you, you get, I, I promise okay. you that's going to be in a in a clip we're going to yes, use that, use that. <laughs> that, that use you just that. you just made the commercial buddy <laughs> yes you made, <laughs> you made our number one commercial our first standoff commercial facts commercial. um <laughs> So is there a place, a particular place or something that you have to go to to write these songs? Because all of your songs thus far is so emotional. They're so 
feeling involved. So is there a difference mm. you have to set aside to now, a now different... Now, hold on just a second. Now, these are covers, right? Now, um, now I will go ahead and amend what she asked because mm -hmm. even Thank though you. you didn't, you know, no words, even though you, you didn't write them, is there a place that you still have to go spiritually and emotionally yes. to to bring that up? You know what I'm saying? What do you do to get you yeah. get your to get heart mind? Yeah, yes. absolutely. I think it's about uh, just blocking out a lot of the noise that that one can have at, coming at them, um, particularly in the modern world with technology and um, you know everyone's always instantly. Um, been able to get hold of i think it's about just sort of you know putting the phone down shutting off the laptop just sitting there with, with a guitar in a quiet room and just just working through you know the arrangement if, if it is a cover working through the arrangement working through what works how would i want to recreate this in a studio environment with all of those tools at my disposal um with the first song is it something that i want to keep you know simple and true to how i perform it live is it something i want to build up um, and give it more of an orchestral or a band sort of feel. Um, if it's one of my own songs, you know, does this does this line, does this lyric quite work? Does this chord structure, you know, fit with the theme of the song? All of those things are just questions that I'll ask myself. Um, and you, it's very difficult to have those thoughts in a clear headspace when mm -hmm. you know, you're staring at your phone or you know the TV's on in the background, things like that. It's just I think it's just about being able to find a quiet room and just just shut off for a short while. That's a that's an excellent answer. Um, yeah. My my question to you, and this was alluding to what I was about to say earlier. Can you tell us who your team is? Because everybody mm -hmm. has to have a team, um, and it's cool if you don't have one just yet. But at this very moment, do you have a team? Do you have a peep some people around you? I know you work with an outside producer. I know you have your partner there with the unvarnished critiques from time to time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but do you have another team? You have a team assembled around you right now? Uh, no, not really. Um, as we touched on earlier, I've only been doing this a short while, so it's it's pretty much just me in terms of sourcing my gigs, um, you know, putting out information on my social media accounts, um, you know, sourcing out great opportunities like this to come on and talk about music. Um, it's very much a one man operation at the minute. Um, you touched on getting that outside help with the um, producer that I work with. I think there's there, there are some things that is definitely worth seeking um, the expertise of someone else and having my music sound professionally mixed and mastered is definitely something that um, ultimately I want want people to be able to listen to and, and it will have that professional quality oh because I'm not a producer. I'm not a sound engineer. So, you know, I can play something, but ultimately I, it needs to sound great um, for people to want to listen to it. So that's... Um, Absolute facts. Now, I'm going to just say, I know you've yes. been doing this only a year, a couple of years, but you you sound well beyond your years yes. in this in this game because there are a lot of independent artists who don't understand that your first impression is everything, yes. and so to, to make the investment in your sound, in yourself, in mm -hmm. your craft, in your brand, 
no matter what you're trying to do, it all matters because mm -hmm. the 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 goal, besides you know the all of the money and you you being able to buy a castle somewhere in 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 the UK. <laughs> <laughs> the goal really is that you want someone to select your song and hit play yes, and listen yes, and listen yes. to it repeatedly. So um, shout out to you for having that for having that mindset. Um, I asked you about your team because we're two cover songs in. Yes. Both of them I see being in movies and in television and whatever. And so I'm hoping that at some point, as you assemble your your Avengers, if you will, um, that you will explore your sync licensing possibilities mm -hmm. and getting it out there. Because, brother, I'm gonna just tell you, you're going to be on someone's song soundtrack yes, very, absolutely. very soon. Absolutely. And if I got anything to do with it, it'll be next year. So Sooner than um, later, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Facts. But uh shout out to you and your sound, man. I'm I'm having a blast just, just being able to watch absolutely. someone that I'm beginning to suspect is going to be a huge star in this industry. So you got shout a number out number one you. fan already. Well, number two, number two fans. We, we, we could we yeah, could be cold number one fans. We yeah, could, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, we could do that. We could do we could do that. I, I even saw Jay Shab, um, which is one of our artists, came on and gave you a wonderful critique. He was like amazing voice. I mean, uh, again, your music is so simple. It's so it's right. so beautiful. Like it's not most producers would have to work with their artists. Like you'd have to become a unit and you'd have to work together to get the music and the voice and everything to balance out. You are one of those artists um, and we run across the couple, but you definitely fit that platform where the producer doesn't have to really do too much because Absolutely. you're already phenomenal by yourself. You've already programmed your mind and your mindset and your voice and you, and, and and to be able to sing a song and to get it across to us and anyone else that everyone else that's getting ready to hear your music with just something so simple that when you blow up and have that band and the producer and the videos to follow behind it, oh, you're gonna be unstoppable because you're just amazing. And then the humbleness that you have about you, it's just, I can't stop praising you. I just yeah, want to run a little bit <laughs> to the UK and just hug you and your partner. I just want to hug y'all together. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about how the, the how music is universal. Jay Saw is probably one of the dopest MC rappers you've probably never heard of. Rapper. And I said, yeah, rapper. And I suggest that you check him out. And the fact that he can see and appreciate your music and the, the fact that he's like oh amazing amazing that just gives you that should give you more fuel to the fire of how much power that you're beginning to have yes. you know i think you're being able i think to, yeah yeah and i was gonna say i think um one thing that i've definitely learned um in the last sort of year or two that i've been actually putting myself out of there is that all of the um musicians that i've come across while they'll have their own style and they'll have you know maybe a favorite type of music they can objectively look at any type of music and and sort of see the positives and see what makes it 
good and, and you know, they can have that objective viewpoint, even if it's not necessarily something that they might listen to actively. But they can say, right, as far as that type of music goes, I can tell that that person um, is good at that particular type of music. And um, that's, yeah, I think that's that's what's really good about meeting musicians and even this show as well, because the, the different um, types of acts that you've had um, on here and, and you know the songs that you've listened to, it's quite a, a wide variety. Um, yes. So I think to be able to listen to that and, and objectively critique it, um it's great and uh, i think that's that's ultimately what that artist wants to be able to um to listen to as well as far as feedback goes absolutely and i think that's one of the things that that miss banks and i we definitely have in common it it doesn't necessarily mean you know we don't listen to just one genre of music you mm-hmm. know we judge music on is it good or and eh, i'm not feeling it you know because i you know opinions are subjective I could sit there and tell you that I don't like this song. That don't mean it's not going to win a Grammy or what is the British equivalent of a Grammy? Is it a Brit award or is it? There's the Brit awards. Yeah. I think that would probably be the closest thing. Yeah. Right. So I can sit here and tell you that I don't like it. And then next thing you know, you got a, a million followers and you're, you're everywhere or whatever. And so, but the, 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 the bottom line is, is that, there is an authenticity. There is an authentic nature and sound of your music mm-hmm. that is universal, and I believe it's going to get you indoors that you just have not. You you just have no idea. You I really believe that. Yeah, yeah, I I really believe that you, it's it's probably going to be somebody in Indonesia somewhere that <laughs> would be like, you know, Daniel McGinnis is the shit. You know that kind of thing. All right. <laughs> And I always like to be the one to say we we want to be the first. Like I'm always the baker. He's he's really maker. He's he's kind of shy. But if when you get some new songs out there, we need to be the first. And you know when you get out there and get big headed, we we, we want to come with you. Like just come back and get <laughs> us because we gonna love on you whether you big when you get big because you is coming. I know. You just keep doing it and stay humble and keep going the way that you're going because for you to just reach the platform that you have right now and it's just it's just you. It's a one-man band. You said it yourself. I can't begin to imagine when you open the doors and allow other people to come in and put some of that other creativity together with what you already got as a star platform. Amazing. Yeah, just leave us tickets. We'll show, yeah, you, yeah, you don't have to pay for nothing. We'll just show up. Just we'll write your name on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. might just, not even have to go in the door. Just give me the paper so I can say I'm doing first. Yeah. <laughs> else, we got something uh, else. Yeah, let's play. Yeah, let's go. Let's play something let's else. Another one because I can forever. Absolutely, Daniel McGinnis on the lift off. Let's go. Yes. Cost. And how long the road I've been walking around my mind Trying to count the bodies on the floor And I won't give up 
Before I get into my bag, Daniel, tell us the name of that song and the personnel involved on that particular song. So that is called Right Next to Me. Um, that was my first original release uh, back in June, I think. Um, written, performed by myself um, and engineered by Mr. Kevin Thorpe, who is my local um, producer that I work with. Okay, so for whatever reason, and maybe it's because you wrote this one. This is the first one we're hearing that that you actually wrote. I started hearing more of your Irish influence in this song, your Irish roots. And I kind of zoned out for a second because I was like, all right, he's already a star. So what is my creativity is like, all right, I'm starting to feel I'm starting to get some Bono vibes starting to get some YouTube vibe. And I was like, hmm, what kind of name can we give him that's like Bono? And so I started like playing with your name, like L Mac, maybe we could do that. Or or like the it. Ness, the Ness. Or uh, anyway, the forget, like yeah, the forget that. <laughs> but but no, shout out to you, man. A plus. And just nice. like uh people are saying in the comments section, nice. Uh, uh, shout out to Lena for for coming in, tuning in. Uh, Mr. Jackson, outstanding vo- voice. The control and the tone are phenomenal. I uh, echo that sentiment as well. Miss um, Banks, what you got? A plus for me. A A, a plus hands down. Uh, for me, I it took me to like um, I don't know why I wanted to go to the farm, and I was at a farm, and I could just see some horses and. It gave me more of a country feel. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but that's where I went. It was just on the farm, and it was peaceful, and it was just more of um. I, I can see you on some horses, or me on a horse, and it's just riding, and then I get off, and I'm brushing my horse, and you're right next to me, and I just, I just went to a whole movie. I made a movie up. That's what I did. But <laughs> oh, okay, I, and I didn't mean to, but now we, it's, we seem to have a stage name. Uh, suggestion box because Mr. Glass said we're going to start calling you E Money, and so I like that. E Money, <laughs> um, and Miss Lena, of course, LO mate, Pip Pip, Bob's your uncle, loved it. I agree on Bono and something else, very relaxing. Um, before we get to the conclusion, I believe we have one more, we have one more. that we want to go ahead and play. Uh, we are have we're having a blast, y'all. Um, Daniel McGinnis on the lift off, let's go. So you fall in again, but you're so. 
and your eyes are swollen and your head feels broken and the war the war never ends it's true Is a pain, but the scars will always remain. Close your eyes, I'll be there. Run my hands through your hair, and the noise will fade in the gray.
All right, it's freaking official. You're in the Hall of Fame. You're in the Left Off Hall of Fame now. Um, <clears throat> tell us, tell us the name of that song and the personnel, please, sir. Uh, that's called "When the Lights Go Down." Um, written, performed by myself. Um, produced by Mr. Kevin Thorpe. As of the last one. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Miss Banks. No. I, I just want you to sing that at my wedding. Like, I'm, I literally need you. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> I'm going to get married. And when I do, okay, I'm saying it. I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it. I want you to sing that. That, that, that is a beautiful, beautiful song. I, I, I concur. That is a beautiful song. I just want to get emotional every time I hear that song. It's just, it takes me so many places. And this time, it, I just, I said, okay, at my wedding. That's it. That's that's what we're gonna. We gotta sing that song at my wedding. I need him there. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Mr. Jackson can find it in the blast budget to get him over here for that. I, I, we we gonna get him. We so we gonna get him to my wedding. <laughs> hey, I know we're I know we're running short on time, but yes. look, another artist popped in my mind when I was listening to the song. I don't know if you're familiar with Keith Urban. He is a country I know artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a country yeah. artist uh, originally from Australia. And that is a, that is the type of song that I could hear him doing, which kind of put me in the mind of the next time you come to America, we want you to avoid where you went the first time that we won't talk about. But yeah. <laughs> I could see you in Nashville. I could actually see you in Nashville at one of the open mics um performing and doing very very well with everything that you that you uh brought to us today so um thank you mr glass jay saw says i think your voice would be dope on an up-tempo pop beat like adam levine type vibe did you did you uh did anything like that or have you thought about anything like that so the music we heard today is the the entire extent of my catalog that has currently been released um but i am always like running tunes and um yeah it's definitely on my list to to sort of come out with a couple of more up, upbeat um more poppy tunes so definitely um in the works for that as far as that goes blast music movie-esque music big yes. time absolutely yes. i concur yes. Yeah. Uh, Sophia, his music, his voice definitely captures you. Is that yes. right, Sophia? What we you gonna do is leave Miss Sophia alone. Yeah, all I do. did, <laughs> all I did was just say, you see how quick that comment got moved? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Lena, E-Money, you did that. That was bohemian, soul-stirring, running through the field at somebody's hippie fest, sorority, Becky goodness. Add that to my blast music cart along with another song that we won't name. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I want him at my wedding too, and I agree with the Keith Urban. Yes, indeed, my man. So let me ask you this: who who um does a producer help you with your arrangement, or is that something that you have in your mind? Because I'm gonna tell you the the song structure that you have is pristine. And like you're picking out the right instruments, they're the right level, they come in at the right time. Who's doing your arrangements? 
So as far as the structuring of the songs, so in terms of like the verse, course, all of that, that's just me. Um, wow. As far as um, the main instruments, the guitar, the vocals, um, a lot of that is me. In terms of, I mean, that last song had um, some string instrumentation to give it more of a an orchestral feel. Um, the producer I work with is very good at taking the bare bones of the song and sort of saying, right, we should build it up here in the lead to the chorus and, you know, we should do this and that to give it um, the right the right sort of feel um, as you go through the song. Um, and we work quite well together. So I think it's it's um, a nice blend of both of, both of our input. Um, but I mean, you know, the vast majority is, is me sort of working it out when I'm writing the song and when I'm putting it all together. And I, I go to him with an idea of, right, I, I want this song to sound a little bit like this. So I want it to have this kind of quality to it. Um, and then he can sort of take that bare bones idea. And with all of the experience that he has, he can he can work with that and then build upon that and get to the finished product. Well, shout out to him as well. Shout Absolutely. out to anybody you like to give shout outs to right now. You know, there's your moment to love on any and everyone. Um, I mean, I mean, shout out to you guys for uh, for giving <laughs> me the opportunity to come on here and um, and speak with you and listen to my music. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful for for the opportunity, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Okay, my last question, because um, I got plenty more, but I know we're up against the clock. Where do you see yourself in the next year? and in the next five years what for Daniel McGinnis as the artist where do you where do you, what are your goals short term medium long term where are you where are you trying I mean to yeah I mean my short and medium term goals are probably the same I just want to build up a catalog of music that, that I can be proud of um and that that I can look back and say I'm, I'm really happy with you know how these turned out um Medium term, I would love to, as you say, get some sort of sync placements, things of that nature. Um, because ultimately my goal is just to have my music heard by as many people as possible. And and, and that sort of avenue is a great way to, um, to do that. Um, I mean, financial goals aren't really my main motivation um, for doing this. I don't love it. Um, if, I, if I could do it, you know, as a, a full-time job and and, uh, and live that way as a musician, that'd be amazing. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I do it because I love it. And I just, I just want people to hear it. That's that's the main thing. I need people to understand that, what he just said. Money is not the motivation. It's something that's in him that he wants to share with the world. And it is those type of people that need a million followers. For yes. real, for real. Absolutely. Yes. Miss Banks, any final words? I know you want to continue this forever and try I to talk do. him, I don't and talk, talk him into singing at your wedding. To. I He's know. Here we here we go. <laughs> so so any final words, Miss Banks? All I can just say is thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I can't wait to see where you go because you're going far. Um and anybody that's working with you that's in your presence can honestly see that we've had almost our whole cast of um people join in and different genres of music join in and give you their perspectives on what they see how they feel where you took them 
And so it's just phenomenal to be a part of your stance. I mean, you think it was amazing that you got on our show. It was just amazing that you took the time out to come and speak and talk with us. And of course, sing on my wedding whenever I get proposed to. And it's coming. Um, but you see how I keep throwing that in. Um, <laughs> so we have to, we may have to, we may actually have to get you a rush to the Vegas. You know, she done found somebody and it, it's, it's about I'm to happen. I'm gonna get married. If I gotta go propose to him, I'm gonna get proposed to him so I can have Mr. Daniel come and sing it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But, um, hey. I just, I just appreciate you and I appreciate your humbleness. And I just, I can't wait to see where this is going to take you and tell the fans where everywhere where we can find your music um where Please. we can find you because this is this is the place like to get it out there let's put it all out there sure sure um so i'm on spotify just type in daniel mcginnis um and you should find me uh instagram facebook soundcloud i'm at daniel f mcginnis um that's kind of the handle that I use for all of my socials. Um, yeah, I mean, that about covers it. That's that's where I do most of my posting and that's where you'll find all my music. So, And and by the end of the day, you will also be on the Liftoff's official playlist, Spotify playlist. Yeah. So we are definitely right. adding you to our playlist because uh, we want anybody that follows us to definitely listen to you and to kind of sow seeds into your career because like everybody is in agreement brother you're you're already a star just people yeah. people just haven't discovered you yet <laughs> um so uh shout out to you shout out to your 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 career and um anytime you want to come back and share music and 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 talk about your career you have a home here and you can come back at any time i'm very very grateful i really appreciate that so come back as much as you want. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> now it's time to roll the jingles. Uh, Daniel, yeah. hang back for a second. This has been, I'm D-Ray, the producer, along with... Miss Banks, This has been the liftoff. Y'all have a great day. Peace out.